Welcome to Plant Your Roots, the podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and I'm rooting for you. I'm a Libra manifesting generator, yoga teacher, mindset expert, and little flower navigating the human plane through the lens of love. Listen in for all things spirituality and self-development as you plant your foundational roots, nurture them, watch them grow, and bloom into your best self, the fruitful tree you were meant to be. Within this space, I'll be getting to the root of what it takes to consciously create your unique, fun, freedom-filled dream life. I'll be discussing healing, reparenting, divinity, transformation, growth, manifestation, mental health, and more. I truly believe that you are meant for your desires, and I want to help you vibrationally match them. So get your gloves on, let's dig in, get dirty, plant your roots, and grow, baby, grow. Welcome back. I'm so happy and overwhelmed with all the love I received from the first episode. Thank you so much for all your support and thank you for coming back to listen. Um, I just have to warn you, uh, this first clip was unexpected. Um, I didn't plan to talk about the inner child in this episode but I went through a very emotional experience um, this morning as I speak. Um, it, today is Thursday and the episode launches Monday and I didn't plan to add anything into the episode but I felt called to because of what I went through this morning and what I experienced and I feel like the universe was working through me to share this with the world and so I do get pretty vulnerable and open uh, with this next clip and um, I had just come out of a very spiritual emotional experience and so you get to kind of hear me as my raw self I didn't have any notes. I had nothing prepared. I just felt called to record. So um, something I did want to add about this next inner child piece um, is, so I talk a bit about inner child and trauma that we experience as children and something I want you to know before you go into this. Now, it's not your fault what you experienced. It's not your fault what you went through as a child and it's also not your parents fault it's not the fault of your caregivers they were doing the best with what they had and so it's important that I add this in it's important that I add this in because I don't want anyone to leave this episode feeling like they have they're holding something against their caregivers for what they experienced as a child because when it comes down to it, everyone has trauma. Everyone has trauma, guys. And I'll, I'll get into it a little bit here. And um, I'm excited to 
dive into inner child and trauma even further on more episodes, but this is kind of a soft launch into my perspective on trauma. So I just had to add that it's not your fault, it's not your parents' fault, it is what it is, and it's our responsibility to heal it and to move forward and transmute it into beauty. Like I said in the last episode, we're able to move this energy in a way that bounces us forward. So enjoy this next clip. Like I said, I get super vulnerable and open. So hang in with me and we will talk about throwing ourselves into the arena after this little inner child piece. I hope you enjoy today's episode and let's go. I just have to share right now. I'm trying something new. I'm just going to record. I have been weeping of gratitude this morning, just crying and feeling into true gratitude for where life has taken me. Um, I was able to let this emotion move through me as I was dancing to a song um, called, <laughs> so embarrassing, but it's a Panic at the Disco song. Um, it's like, hey, look, Ma, I made it. Um, a part of my spiritual practice is dancing. And a lot of the time, my dancing is to celebrate where I'm at, celebrate where I'm going, or just to move and connect with my body. Um, but as I was listening to the lyrics of this song, uh, it really moved me and I was moved to tears. Um, and I was able to sit down and be with my thoughts and sort of reflect on a time in my life when I was a child that I was so scared and alone and um, I went through a lot as a kid. I really did. And um, it just blows my mind how far I've come and the blessings that the universe has brought me and where it's taken me. And I just feel so, so much gratitude. It's, it's hard to put into words um, because of everything I experienced as a child. The odds were against me. The odds were against me. And I don't know if I feel 100% comfortable with sharing a lot of what I went through, but I just wanted to record this because I felt called to. And I feel like everywhere I've been guided and everything I've been through has shaped me into the person I am and brought me here, and I'm so grateful. Inner child work is so important. And if you're unfamiliar with what this is, this is connecting with our younger selves, um, which our inner child is always in us. It's always listening, it's always there. And 
uh, everything that we experience as children has shaped us into who we are today. And in fact, from ages zero to seven, our brains are like sponges. We're soaking in all of the information around us. And this is truly to benefit us. This is so that we learn how to survive on earth and what we need to do to survive. But this can also be tough on a child's brain because because we soak in so much information easily and take it as full truth, all of the traumatic things that we go through are also deeply embedded in our subconscious. And this is why we have childhood wounds that show up in adulthood. And it's important to look back at memories that may pop up um, from your childhood and give your inner child recognition and give them love for what they went through during those times. And some of you might be thinking, what the hell? Like, I don't even have memories of my childhood that way. And I totally feel you. Um, I'm the same way. I don't remember much from my childhood, but ever since I've thrown myself into this spiritual journey, these childhood wounds have presented themselves. They've just shown themselves for me. And I've had to heal them in times that I never really expected to. Um, I've gone to sleep bawling my eyes out crying for my younger self and just embracing her and giving her tons of love because she needed it. And so if you don't have a lot of memories from your childhood, do know that it may be because that was your way of coping. That was your mind's way of coping with what you went through and a lot of the time our subconscious totally um just oh what's the word represses represses those memories as a way of protecting us as a way of protecting us and so if you don't remember things and you want to remember things just know that when you do throw yourself into the arena of this spiritual journey with me if you choose to um it's very possible that you could start having memories pop up and don't be afraid like every single thing that comes to the surface is meant to when it's meant to because when you feel it you're ready to heal it and then there's this group of people that may be thinking wait, I didn't have a rough childhood. I don't think I really have childhood trauma. And something that I've wanted to discuss that I've never really been able to put into words, and we'll just see where this takes me, but there are things as children that are traumatic for the child brain that don't seem traumatic to us now like for an example like your parent being annoyed with you or dismissing your needs or your wants in the moment that's a trauma like I know trauma seems like a big big scary word but there are small things that happen in our childhood that 
wired a neural pathway in our brains that are still affecting us today. And it could be something as small as, as what I mentioned. And so I want you to know that if you, if you feel wounded, but you're like, wait, I had a really good childhood. There may be some small things that you are not aware of that are still affecting you today. And on the contrast, if you're listening and you do remember a lot of trauma from your childhood, just know that I'm sending you a lot of love. I'm sending you so much love right now. Know that none of it is your fault. None of it is your fault. And if you're listening and that is you, and if you feel like you have a wounded inner child, do something with me now. Close your eyes. Relax your shoulders. Take a deep breath in. And big exhale. Bring your hands to your heart. Now, I want you to imagine your younger self. At any time in your childhood, just imagine your younger self. And imagine that they're walking up to you in all of their innocence and sweetness. They're walking up to you and they gaze up at you and they give you a smile. I want you to wrap your hands around that child. Wrap your hands around your younger self. Give them a big embrace. Give them a big hug and tell them everything was gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. Take another breath and open your eyes. It's so important to give our inner child recognition. And this is something I have learned the last couple of years that has freed me. It has freed me. I always say I feel more like a child now than I did when I was a kid. I feel like I had to grow up pretty quickly and I'm now given the freedom to let my inner child run free. And it feels so good. Um, to approach life with that fun inner child energy. But anyways, um, I just felt super called to record this in the moment because of the experience I was having this morning. And I, I think that maybe it was meant to inspire someone out there to heal their inner child, connect with their inner child. And so if that's you, I am sending you so much love and I really hope this helps. Send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook if you want any support, if you want any resources, I'm here for you. I just have to share again before we um, move on to the next topic. 
So after I was done recording all of this, um, after my whole experience this morning um, with healing my inner child and celebrating where I've come and finding that gratitude, I pulled a tarot card and I asked for a message from my ancestors. And I pulled the page of cups and I opened my guidebook and here's what it says. Get in touch with your inner child by finding playful ways of expressing yourself. Listen to your instincts about any messages or inspiration that flows into your life now. If you choose to begin with new creative projects, approach them with the curiosity of your inner child. Learn to find awe in small moments. Like, are you kidding me? I literally was just having a whole inner child moment this morning and asked for a message from my ancestors and they give me a card about my inner child. Like this is just crazy. And with my healing journey is all these synchronicities and it just blows my mind that it never fails. It never fails. So I just had to mention that it just blows my mind. Um, what messages the universe sends us when we take time to connect with it and when we take the time to heal and when we take the time for ourselves to go inward and to be on this journey and today we're going to talk about um, throwing ourselves into the arena and throwing ourselves into a spiritual journey or into new experiences and I just feel like this kind of ties it all together I feel like I was meant to talk about the inner child all right my friends let's hang out I'm chilling in my office on my adorable yellow floral retro chair I bet this baby is probably from the 60s. It's the cutest thing in the world. Um, I'm drinking a smoothie, drinking water, and I have some notes here in front of me of exactly what I want to talk about today. So what I'm going to talk about is throwing yourself into the arena. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard me say this term so many different times. Like, yep, I'm throwing myself into the arena. Here I am, ready for battle. And I first heard this term from Brene Brown. And she might even have a book that's called Throwing Yourself Into the Arena. Um, I think I might have heard that one day. I just haven't researched it yet. But she mentioned this in, I think, a Netflix Netflix documentary. Um, and ever since she talked about throwing herself into the arena, it has stuck with me. Like, I absolutely love this concept and it's helped guide me and it's brought me here. It's brought me to this moment recording this podcast and I'm absolutely throwing myself into the arena right now, um, with everything I'm doing. And so I'm going to tell you kind of what that means to me. So truly, our dreams and our desires are on the other side of our comfort zone. So when I say throw yourself into the arena, what I'm saying is 
throw yourself outside of your comfort zone so that you can chase your dreams. And it's important to know that this is not freaking easy. This is not easy, guys. Like when you when you hear of the arena, just think of like what what pops up in your head when you think arena. Like is it a boxing arena? Is it like one of those uh medieval arenas? Like some crazy shit happens in the arena, right? Um we maybe fighting for our lives in the arena not literally I'm not saying that that's what I want you to do but just imagine what the arena is so we are maybe getting beat down um you know just putting ourselves out there and going for it and that's truly what this is about for me and fear melts away in the face of action so When we throw ourselves into the arena of life, we are putting ourselves out there and we're willing to get beat up. We're willing to get beat down because we want what we want that badly. And we have to be willing to get beat down and always, always get back up. Always get back up. So we have to follow what we're called to do. We just have to, like, if you're not doing something that you're feeling called to and you feel the itch, like you want to do it, you want to do it, and you haven't done it, it's like you're creating this resistance and resistance and resistance, and it doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't feel good. So I'm here to encourage you to just do it, to just effing do it. Okay, so throwing yourself into the arena, you have two choices. You can stay on the sidelines You can watch everyone um, chase their dreams while you sit on the sidelines and just hang out and watch. Or you can throw yourself into the arena. You can risk failure. You can grow from all of your lessons that you're learning and um, just really go for it. Like, which one do we want? So I have some pros and cons. So... Pros of staying on the sideline. No risk of failure. It can be cozy. You might be following the crowd. Um, You might be just fitting in. And like these are the pros. So that can feel cozy. That can feel comfy cozy in our comfort zone. Um, So when I say there's no risk of failure, what failure truly is, is unmet expectations. When you are labeling something as a failure, it's because something didn't meet your expectations. So I'm not a huge fan of this word failure. A lot of the time when we, like I said, create that label of failure, it's just simply because our expectations were unmet. Now, the cons of staying on the sidelines and just watching everyone else in the arena. Stagnation. So like no growth. You're just chilling. You're just hanging out, being as you are. You are um, not seeing any growth. You're not learning the lessons you need to learn to move you forward. You're just stagnant. Um, You have this sense of uncomfortable comfortability. So what I mean by that is like 
you feel comfortable, but there's always this little voice in the back of your head that's like, you want more. Like we as humans are always going to want more. And that's what's beautiful. Like we're always going to have desires. We're always going to have like this little drive to move us forward. And we have to listen to that voice. We have to listen to it. So it can be an uncomfortable comfortability. We're watching everyone else attract their dreams. And when we don't follow our dreams, we're not honoring ourselves. So we just have to do this. And I really hope this opens your mind. When we feel that uncomfortable comfortability, it's our ego keeping us small. It feels comfortable, but like I said, there's always going to be this little voice in the back of your head that wants more, that knows that you deserve to live a more expansive, juicy life. All right, so let's talk about throwing yourself into the arena. Here are the cons. So uh, it was kind of hard for me to think of some, honestly, because it's like, what do we have to lose? But I guess like the risk of failure, the risk of having those unmet expectations, we do take that risk. It is 100% worth the risk. We might have self-doubt. We might have to work through self-doubt and fear. And we might have fear of judgment of others if we are um, wanting to throw ourselves into something new and aren't, it might be this fear of judgment that's holding you back. So, but when we do throw ourselves into the arena, guys, there are so many pros, so many rewards. We have growth. The universe meets us halfway. We have to take inspired action, but the universe will meet us halfway when we take that inspired action and it will reward us. So when we throw ourselves into the arena, we are breaking generational curses I have uh, kind of been playing with this new concept of being a good ancestor. Um, It's like a lot of people here on earth are taking action to kind of make their parents proud and make people around them proud. But are we thinking about being a good ancestor? Are we thinking about setting a good example for our lineage down the road? Like that really, really puts some motivation in me for my possible future children if I ever decide to have any and um, so on. Let's be good ancestors, guys. Now, another pro of throwing yourself into the arena. I have a little note here. It says spices shit up. It just spices up your life. Let's just spice it up a little bit. The worst that we have to lose is that our expectations are unmet. What? Like, that's literally it. That's literally it. So let's spice it up. And uh, another pro, we inspire others to do the same. When we are fully embracing our authentic selves, when we're following our dreams, when we're following our bliss, when we are just going for it, we inspire others to do the same. So I wanted to also talk about some examples of throwing yourself into the arena because this looks different for everyone. It looks different for everyone and their unique um, dreams, goals, um, what they enjoy in life, and so on. So these can be small things. These can be super small. They can be big. It can look like however you want it to look like because you, you, I'm stuttering because I'm getting so excited. (laughs) But 
it can look like whatever you want it to look like because you are built and designed as uniquely you and that's what makes it beautiful so some examples is like starting a creative outlet art photography design dance so on you know sometimes that can be scary and if you feel called to a creative outlet do it throw yourself into the arena what have you got to lose so another thing is like doing something you've always wanted to do but have been scared to do for an example like um some sort of sport like skiing skateboarding those are two examples that i have written down because those are two things that i have learned how to do that i was once scared to and it was so rewarding to learn how to physically do these things and i absolutely love it now um another example is like investing in something another example is flirting with someone or initiating friendships or relationships starting a business getting a new job there are so many different examples of how you can uniquely throw yourself into the arena and like i said it'll look different for everyone i do have a message for anyone who feels like they're stuck in a job stuck in a career and just doesn't know where to turn i just want you to know that there is a way out you are not meant to be miserable you don't have to be miserable i'm just going to share this little story so if you listened to the last episode you know all about how i went over the road truck driving with my now fiance and when we got back um I was looking for different jobs, trying to figure out how I was going to make a living. And I was a waitress for a little bit. And then I found this job at an office. I worked there for a couple of days. And from the first hour, I freaking hated it. Like I just took this job because I knew it was what I should do. It was decent money. Like it was an office job. It was going to be stable and fine. But within like the first hour, I was like, I'm not feeling this. It just doesn't feel right. I worked there for two days and I made the very quick decision. Didn't tell a soul. I just quit. I quit. I knew that I couldn't stick around there any longer because my dream job was out there. And I believed that. And the universe very much rewarded me for making that decision. So I just want you to know that you are not stuck. And if you make a big, bold decision, the universe will be there to catch you. So I'm not saying quit your job right now, you know. Um, don't, don't feel like I'm giving you that advice, but I just want you to know that you're loved and supported by the universe and it'll be there to catch you. Like your Greatest dreams are on the other side of your comfort zone. So sometimes we have to do things a little bit different to reap the rewards that we want. Something you can do when you're deciding what you want to do next or how you want to handle a current situation that you're trying to get out of or you're trying to weigh the pros and cons of a decision is a cost-benefit analysis. So you are going to write down on a piece of paper 
two different columns and one of the columns is going to be what could I possibly lose by making this decision? What are the cons and then what are the pros? It's like what's the cost and what's the benefit and weigh those out and make a decision based on that analysis on whether this decision works for you and a lot of the time you'll be surprised because when you look at your cons it's kind of like okay there's only a few cons it's like maybe risk of unmet expectation risk of failure however you want to word that but when it comes down to it when you write these things down it's like you know a lot of this seems so small When we can zoom out, look at the bigger picture and really look at what do I have to lose? What do I have to lose? You will be surprised at what you can find. So another thing, I have a few more topics. I'm talking a lot more than I expected, but hey, I just have to get it out. I just have to get it out. So That's why I have this podcast, right? All right, so I wanted to talk about intentional manifestation. So if you listened to the last episode, you know that we are always manifesting. We're manifesting 24-7 and we can't hack it. And so if you're here on this journey with me, you're ready to intentionally manifest. And I want you to know that it's not instant magic. It's not like... We just sit down with our candle, our sage, our crystals, and we just call in our manifestation and it just shows up on our lap, right? That's not how it works. I mean, that'd be really cool, but um, that's not really how it works. It's acting on your desires in a way that honors and matches the laws of the universe. Intentional manifestation is not instant magic. It's acting on your desires in a way that honors and matches the law of the universe. It's an idea plus an ask plus an action plus trust and surrender. Let me say that again. So it's an idea. So it's a recognition of what your desire is. And then we ask the universe. We ask the universe to bless us with our desire. Then we have to meet the universe halfway with action. We have to meet the universe halfway with action. Then we have to trust. We have to trust that the universe will always deliver and then surrender to the outcome. We have to know that even if we don't receive this thing, we're good. We're all good. Life is still good. My heart is still beating. I'm still here on this amazing planet and I'm good whether I have it or not. And I will kind of get into this type of energy. What is definitely required is the belief that it's possible for you. You have to fully subconsciously believe that this desire is possible for you. If you don't believe that it's possible for you, it is impossible to come into your life. The belief that you deserve it. You have to have the belief that you deserve it and also the energy and inner knowing that even if you don't get it, you're going to be okay too. I want it, but I don't need it. I recently adapted this way of 
thinking, inspired by Catherine Zankina, Manifestation Babe. And it has changed the game for my energy and how I feel and show up in my day-to-day life. So I want you to do something with me. Close your eyes. Breathe. Take a breath. Drop your shoulders. Land in your body. Wherever you're at, just do this with me. Close your eyes, breathe, land here. Relax your jaw. Bring one hand to your heart. Wherever you're at, feel the surface beneath you. Hand on heart. Now let me ask you some questions. Are you breathing? Are you listening to my voice through an amazing piece of technology that you had access to purchasing? Is your heart beating without you even trying? Is your breath taking place without you even trying? Are your cells and organs and veins all working in perfect unison just for you to support you right now. I bet that all of the answers to these questions are yes. 100% yes. This is proof that you are whole and complete. It's a miracle just to be here in your body now Therefore, everything you desire beyond basic needs, you want but don't need. This helps us step into a higher vibration and walk through life and manifestation with ease. No gripping, no holding, just ease. I want it, but I don't need it. Mind-blowing, right? All right, you can come back with me, so... Throwing yourself into the arena isn't easy. Many times when we do, we're met with fear and resistance and self-doubt. And here's why. We all have subconscious beliefs that we are unaware of. And these are embedded in our brain from ages zero to seven. And We are also adapting subconscious beliefs past those points, but mostly in our childhood. These subconscious beliefs are embedded, and that's why when we throw ourselves in, we may be met with fear and resistance and self-doubt. And so I just had to mention that, that it's pretty much inevitable that when you throw yourselves into the arena, when you make big, bold decisions to chase your dreams, to do something different, to do something you've always wanted to do, you're going to be met with fear and resistance and self-doubt. But just know that fear melts away in the face of action. You can do it. You're safe. You want it, but you don't need it. And your dreams are on the other side of your comfort zone. So like I said before, manifestation is not instant magic. Another barrier or blockage that may hold us back from our desires 
is unhealed wounds beneath a subconscious belief. So when we throw ourselves into the arena, these wounds tend to present themselves for us. And another example of throwing ourselves into the arena is literally throwing ourselves into a spiritual journey, allowing ourselves to be divinely guided. And if you're choosing to come along this podcast journey with me, you're throwing yourself into the arena. If you're choosing to be open to all of my words and my guidance, you're throwing yourself yourself into the arena. So a lot of the time when we do that, these wounds tend to present themselves for us as if the universe is gifting us with recognition of exactly what we need to heal from. It's gifting us with recognition of exactly what we need to heal from. So a lot of the time um, before when a wound would present itself in my life, I would take it as holy shit. Oh my gosh. Like, I can't believe this is coming up right now. Like this is going to be so hard to heal from. But it's like when these wounds present themselves now, I'm grateful. I'm like, oh my gosh, finally, I get to heal from this. Thank you, universe, for giving me this memory that I had repressed before and giving me the opportunity to heal from it. So don't be surprised that if you do throw yourself in, you're met with many challenges. That's why it's called the arena. It's not always rainbows and butterflies when we go in blindly. And we have to be willing to get back up over and over again when we're knocked down. Clearly though, it's worth it to at least try. The worst that happens is that we fall down. We can always make the conscious decision to pick ourselves back up. You are worth it. You are so worth it. Oh my gosh, that felt so good to get out of my system. So good to get off of my chest. I just, when I have something to share, I want to freaking share it. And God, I'm so happy that I have this space, this platform to share it with you. And my full intention is to help you, is to help you and guide you. And so I fully hope and pray that there's one person out there that received some benefit from listening to this episode. And please let me know, what are you throwing yourself into the arena for? What are you going to throw yourself into? What has popped up in your brain today? What's popping up in your brain right now as I speak? Something that you want to throw yourself into. What is it? Whatever it is, it's meant for you. Whatever it is, start today. Throw yourself in. What have you got to lose, babe? What have you got to lose? I can't wait to hear what you're going to throw yourself into. Send me a DM on Instagram, on Facebook. Hit me up. Let me know. I would love to hear it. I would love to celebrate you. And I can't wait to hear. I love you guys so much. I'm so grateful for all the support. And I also have to announce that I won't be back till May 1st. So... I'm getting married here in a couple weeks and I need to take the month of April to really focus on being present with my wedding, with my honeymoon, with my family and this beautiful union of love. So I'm really going to take that time to focus on that and I will be back on May 1st for the next episode. Uh, Like I said, let me know what you thought about today. 
Uh, let me know what you're throwing yourself into. And I'm right there cheering you on, babe. I'm rooting for you. Go, go, go. You can do it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Plant Your Roots, the podcast. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review bonus points if you screenshot this episode, share it on social media, and tag me. Don't forget, I am rooting for you.